do you do if you want to burn fat? What do you do if you want to get the squidgy bits off your body? And particularly, uh, it seems specifically to women, not not de- definitely, but there's this word called cellulite. And a lot of women over my 40 plus years as an exercise professional and personal results coach have said, Rowie, help me with my cellulite. Very technical word. Is it really or is it just fat? And there's lots of uh, very special pills and powders and potions and creams and all sorts of stuff that you can use to supposedly get the cellulite off your body. But I'm here with my red chair for a very specific reason, because this particular red chair is exactly what cellulite is. Uh, The chair is stuffed with stuff, which in your human body is called fat. And to make sure that the leather stays connected to the back of the chair, they've put some buttonholes in there to hold the stuffing. And that is exactly what happens inside the human body. When we connect our skin to our muscle, There's some fibrous bands that do that, obviously, because otherwise your skin would just move around. And inside there is where fat is stored between your subcutaneous fat, which is a technical term for the the squidgy bits on the outside of your body. That sits between your skin and your muscle. Yeah, pretty obvious. Uh, And I don't know whether who you believe in or what you believe in where it comes to who created the human body, but whoever did create it possibly was a man because most men, their fibrous bands that connect their muscle to their skin with the fat that sits in between, those fibrous bands are quite wide apart. So when you put fat in there and then you connect with the fibrous bands with those little buttonholes, uh, the fat seems to sit quite evenly. But in women it seems, particularly around our body, uh, the spots on our body that we don't want to have lumpy bits, uh, maybe that's got something to do with being a woman, so around our backside, our thighs, the back of our arms, uh, those Fibrous bands are very close together. (laughs) The buttons that are connecting the uh, skin to the muscle are very close together. So when you put on excess fat, and that's where women carry fat, that's where that connection is with women, yeah? Because we're women and because our bodies are designed to produce children, the back of our arm and around our hips and thighs and our tummy is where the fat tends to sit. That's where our, our body is designed to store fat. Yay! So the fibrous bands are close together. So if you start putting on fat, or you have, we've all got to have fat, and particularly in those areas, but if you put on more fat, it seems that now the the stuffing has to push, there's nowhere for it to go because the bands are really close together. So now we get that bumpy effect. So if I wrap all of that up in something very simple, our muscle is connected to our skin with fibrous bands. Those bands are close together. The fat sits in between there, and if we increase the amount of fat that we've got, that becomes more prominent. If you reduce the amount of fat you get, you have, that becomes less prominent. There are some women, however, who don't have very much fat, but they still have cellulite, technically what is called cellulite. And I don't like the word because it isn't an anatomical word. It was made up by the beauty industry because if we've got this special kind of fat, we might be able to create a special kind of cream or a special pill or a special potion or program to help people get rid of their cellulite, which is why it's called that. Well, technically, it's just cutaneous fat. Isn't that exciting? So how do you burn fat? Well, fit people burn fat faster at rest. Strong people have faster metabolism. So if you want to have a body that's a fast fat-burning machine, keep your base metabolic rate high, which is maintain the muscle that you've got. Uh, Keep your metabolic rate high, so get puffed throughout the day so you're constantly burning calories faster. 
make sure that you've got a respiratory quotient that prefers to burn fat. And that simply comes from being fit. Isn't that exciting? So when I'm really fit, I burn carbohydrate when I'm exercising. That's my pr- predominant fuel source. Uh, that's for sprinting, for lifting heavy the phosphate system, which means when I'm resting, my body says, well, we want to maintain the the uh, carbohydrate, because we only store half a kilo of carbohydrate. That lumpy stuff that sits between our skin and our muscle is not carbohydrate, it's not sugar, it's not cake, it's not a chocolate biscuit, it's not fries, it's fat. And your body has a major ability to store fat, have you noticed? And that's just probably a technical thing to consider. We all have different genetics, but apparently somebody counted And we have somewhere between 40 to 50 billion fat cells. That's a lot, I think. I didn't count them, but I think that's a lot. Those little balloons of fat can expand and expand and expand. So if you've got 50 billion fat cells that don't have very much fat in them uh, or don't have any fat in them at all, and that's not possible because we've all got a little bit of subcutaneous fat, we need that to keep us warm. That's the predominant use of that subcutaneous fat. But if, if we start filling up those fat cells and they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, now that it's going to become very prominent because those bands that hold our skin to our muscle, they have to fit lots of fat in there so that pocket will become more predominant as it has in my red chair here. So it's a pretty simple process and I wish it wasn't complicated and it seems that the world is trying to make it very complicated. Maintain your metabolic, your base metabolic rate by maintaining your muscle, which is called lifting heavy and be strong. Overload your muscles and bones. Increase your metabolic rate constantly throughout the day so you're always burning more calories. And the beautiful thing there is if you are active, if you fidget, if you don't sit down, we burn 7% more calories just because we stand up. The more you move, the faster you keep your metabolism. But ultimately, you want your metabolism to prefer to burn fat rather than the half a kilo of stored carbohydrate. Uh, You want to be using that carbohydrate for the high intense activity of sprinting and overloading your muscles and bones. And that's exactly what your body does. Isn't it a clever little machine? If you get really fit and if you get really strong, your body stores the carbohydrate half a kilo so that it can use that when you're exercising, when you're getting puffed, when you're lifting heavy. And I rephrase that because exercise for me is not go for a walk, go to the gym for an hour, do a 45 minute class. To get fit and strong means you can go and do those things and really enjoy them because you are fit and strong. But fit and strong comes from 100% effort, which is 10 seconds in the phosphate system. Overload your muscles and bones and lift as heavy as you possibly can for 10 seconds in the phosphate system. Do both of those safely. You'll increase your metabolic rate, base metabolic rate, metabolic rate, and you will turn your respiratory quotient into a machine. Your body will become a machine that prefers to burn fat including the subcutaneous fat, which sits between your muscle and your skin. Now, we can't change the number of bands we've got. If, if you are born with a lot of bands and they're close together, you are more likely to have that lumpy effect on your skin. But if you have less fat in the fat cell, then you are less likely to have prominent lumpy bits. The other thing to be really aware of, though, is that the human body, what is the perfect body? Women say, oh, my body will be perfect if I have no cellulite. Really, you'll be really cold in the winter too. Would it be a really good idea to accept the things that we can't change, change the things that we can, and perhaps ask for the wisdom to know the difference? And of course, when you're really fit and really strong, that affects your brain as well. You pump your brain full of brain-derived neurotropic factor, which gives you a smarter brain because you get neuroplasticity so you can think more clearly. You get neurogenesis so you can grow new brain cells. So you become a little smarter and wiser about what your body can do and what your body can't do. And imagine spending your whole life thinking about how much fat is in my fat cell and I wish I could have less fat in my fat cell. 
I think that's a sad way to live. If you look in your mirror and you don't like what you see, I always ask this question. You're eating an exercise plan, whatever you decide to do should give you a stack of energy, help you perform at your best, love what you see in the mirror, and you get, you're getting the results that you want. So if you really want the result of getting rid of that lumpy subcutaneous fat that's sitting between those fibrous bands that hold your skin to your muscle, then you want to take the fat out of your fat cell. And the best way to do that is to have a fast metabolism and turn your body into a fat-burning machine. Now, just as a very important side note, though, your fat cell can keep expanding. And everything that we eat in one way, shape, or form, if we don't burn it up, it will end up in the fat cell. Even alcohol, which doesn't have a storage capacity at all anywhere in your body, if you have alcohol in your system, though, your body will prefer to burn the alcohol because it's got no storage system, which means everything else that you eat is more likely to get turned into fat and get stored in the fat cell. Yes, you can eat too much carbohydrate and your body will go through the process to know the lipogenesis of turning carbohydrate into fat and it'll sit in your fat cell. Difficult to eat too much protein, but you can. And if you eat too much of anything, your body will convert it to fat and it'll fit in your fat cell. And those little buggers, they can expand and they can expand and they can expand. And not only can they get bigger, but once they're really big, this thing called hyperplasia can happen. So hypertrophy is the growth, the growth of, the, of the fat cell. Uh, hyperplasia is, is that it splits. Every fat cell's got a tiny little fat cell attached to it. And that little baby fat cell can grow into another fat cell, which is why you can become very, very large. And the challenge with very, very large, of course, is what does that do to my health? What does that do to my mental health? What does that do to my ability to do all the things that I want to do in my life? And can you be healthy, fit and strong and still have a very large body? Of course, the answer is yes. And that's a personal choice. But if you want to have less fat on your body, if you want to have less fat that's lumpy and sticks out like the lumps on my red chair, then it's a simple process. And I get excited about this. Increase your base metabolic rate by uh, saving your muscle tissue. And if you're a bloke, you can get more muscle tissue. Increase your metabolic rate so you're burning up calories faster throughout the day by getting puffed on a regular basis. When you get puffed, you get fit and strong. When you're fit and strong, you change your respiratory quotient, which means your body prefers to burn fat when you're resting. And for most people, in fact, I think probably 99.9% .9 of the population of the world, maybe more, we spend a lot more time doing nothing than we do exercising at high intensity. So exercise at high intensity burns carbohydrate, but for the rest of the time, wouldn't it be nice to have a body that prefers to burn fat when you're sitting on the couch watching telly, when you're driving, when you're sitting and having a coffee with a friend, wouldn't it be nice if your body was a fast fat burning machine, including the fat, the subcutaneous fat that sits between your muscle and your skin. And the, the best way to do that is to be fit and strong. So get puffed, lift heavy, and then you can go do all the things that you want to do, including burn up the lumpy bits off your body. Wouldn't that be awesome? Because I would love you to sing every single day, not how do I burn fat off my body, but I feel good, na 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 na. I knew that I would now, because I'm fit and I'm strong and I'm healthy and I burn fat fast and I burn sugar fast and I burn cookies fast and I burn chocolate fast and I burn alcohol fast and I love my food and I love my life. Woohoo!